Golden State Warriors basketball. This is the Mark Jackson Show. I don't go with what the norm is. My goal from day one is to not be an average coach. Pull up three. Good. Now here's Mr. T on the Sports Mr. T out today, Ray Woodson in. Warriors coach Mark Jackson joining us this evening. Coach, how you doing? All is well. Thanks again for having me. Oh, absolutely. I, I promise I won't ask you a question about playing down to the level of your opponent. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the NBA, isn't it? I mean, it's hard to figure sometimes, but you beat the Heat, you beat uh, the Hawks, and 0-2 against the Kings and Magic. Well, that's the way this league goes. And at the end of the day, if you... Uh, you know, you don't, you start a game off and you're battling and a game, a team gains some confidence. Anybody in this league could beat you. And I've said it before. We're not, you know, good enough where, uh, you can chalk up victories against anybody in this league. We have to play Warriors basketball to give ourselves a chance. And, uh, when we don't, we can pay the price. And that's what we witnessed last night. What is it about the Kings in particular that give you guys a challenge? I, I don't think. Anything specific, you know, they they played well. They made shots. Obviously, they're uh, extremely up for the game. Um, the team having a disappointing season thus far, but you know they have the ability to, to to score on the offensive end. They have guards that can you know facilitate and make plays and score. Um, they got it going, and then they have you know a guy like Demarcus Cousins and also Jason Thompson played very well against us. So. They, they were clicking on all cylinders. Give them credit. Uh, they won the ball game, and we move on. Warriors coach Mark Jackson joining us here on the Mr. T Show and the Mark Jackson Show presented by Stanford Hospital and Clinics, the official team physicians of the Golden State Warriors. To learn more, visit stanfordhospital.org. You mentioned DeMarcus Cousins, and you know, without Andrew Bogut, obviously it's a little tougher to defend him, but uh, how, how do you uh, look at your rotation and how the game is going? I mean, it seemed like you had Lee and uh, Landry in there for quite a bit of time and obviously you're going smaller when you have them but you have more offensive firepower and you had to come back in that game well not only that you know we're a better rebounding team with those two guys in there also you know contrary to popular belief uh those guys are our best rebounding bigs uh with the exception of of, of uh andres beatrice who's proven to be you know rebound in this league and has done it at a high level um at the end of the day carl andrew is playing very well and uh carried us on the offensive end um so so you know that was working and we didn't want to take that away i have fans call up uh from time to time asking why landry doesn't just start instead of having him come off the bench so uh we'll just have you answer that uh, what's the philosophy there well that's his role his role is uh coming in off the bench having an impact on the offensive end rebounding and uh, also we've used him as a as a close on the on the post, we like the idea of, you know, starting the game with Fessazzelli or either Andres Beatrice. They give us a physical presence, and uh, it's a way to steal minutes also. We're asking Carl Andrews to do a heck of a lot, and it's much better for him to do it coming off the bench than it is starting the ball game. So what is practice like uh, after a game where you uh, give up 131 points? Well, we're, we're fresh off back-to-back games, and, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a guy that, you know, played a long time and, uh, played for a lot of different coaches. And my philosophy is that, uh, you know, 99 times out of 100, when we play back to back games, that, that next day will be off. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, no sense in beating guys up. Uh, cooler heads got to prevail. We play four games in five nights, and we'll come in tomorrow and we'll go over stuff. We'll watch the mistakes we made, and we'll make adjustments. Uh, that's not who we who we are as a basketball team, and and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll be prepared for the Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, uh, and, and it's interesting to note. I mean. The, we saw Atlanta and and how well you guys played after losing to Orlando the night before, but it's not easy to bring that kind of effort on back to back nights, especially like you said, four games in five nights. So, do you think that was as big a factor as anything else? The schedule. Well, we're no excuse basketball team. The biggest factor is that you know the the Sacramento Kings outplayed us, and we didn't get it done on the defensive end. And uh, when we don't get it done defensively. Uh, it's, it's a tough time for us to win. Uh, hopefully we learn our lesson, uh, and we'll, we'll chalk it up to just, they outplayed us. Uh, that's sometimes that's, that's all it boils down to. We made mistakes and got outplayed. Uh, they played well. I mean, we talked about that at the top of the show. I mean, you have to give them some credit. They played a great game and they made their shots when they had to. I was just wondering, does, uh, does Salmons ever go to his left? Uh, not often. <laughs> but in this, in this league, you know, you can scout guys all you want, and it comes down to executing and and uh, being disciplined. And even with that, the reason why they're at at this level is because they have the ability, even though everybody knows what they're trying to do, to still get it done. So uh, he was effective and made some big plays down the stretch against us. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing. I mean, you know, the guys have those tendencies, and you can defend them, but. They're so skilled anyway that they can they can find ways to score, and he, he certainly did last night. You talked about being a no-excuse basketball team, and uh, obviously you're trying to change a culture and, and you know instill the expectation uh, of winning. How does a game like last night uh, fit into to your message as far as you know trying to, to pound home the, the, the principles that you're trying to pound home? Well, you know, the truth be told, the, the, the culture has changed, so... We're no longer trying to change it. It's changed. Mm-hmm. The identity of this basketball team, how how my guys approach uh, the, the situation on a game-to-game basis, how they stay ready, how we are a team that can go on the road and win ball games. Uh, we are not going to go undefeated, and we're going to lose some ball games, and we're going to come back and learn from them. Um, at the end of the day, my guys know exactly what took place last night, and as disappointed as I am as a coach, they're disappointed as players, and we look forward to bouncing back. That that being said, Charlotte Bobcats present some problems now. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're a good basketball team because the record shows that they're not. But they do have weapons that if if they get it going, they can be a handful for anybody. Well, you just played them. I mean, what was uh, kind of the scouting report as far as uh, what you have to do to stop them? Well, Kemba Walker is a guy that can carry an offense, and we're going to have to give him our undivided attention. Then you talk about Ben Gordon's ability to come off the bench, and he's a proven scorer. They got guys like B.J. Mullins, another guy that can 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 heat up. Hurt us last year when they beat us in Charlotte. Uh, and then they have some athletic guys on the wing, and and Gerald Henderson, and also Michael Kidd Gilchrist. We're going to have to pay attention to details on the defensive end. We they get back in transition, and we got to get back to. Uh, our pace on the offensive end. We scored against Sacramento, but defensively we got to be able to get stops. Mm-hmm. Talk about the play of David Lee. Warriors haven't had an all-star in 15 years. Sounds like he's got a decent shot to be that guy uh, this year. And, you know, you saw him last year. What have you seen this year where he's stepped up his play? Well, he's consistent. Uh, he's doing the same thing he did last year, but we're winning. 
Mm-hmm. And I think defensively he has taken his game up a, a notch also. But he's been he's been a, a great leader for us. And I would make the case that I got two guys playing at all-star level in Steph Curry and David Lee. Um, both guys are very deserving and playing, you know, the best basketball, in my opinion, of their careers. On the play where Steph fouled out last night, we looked at the replay, looked like uh, traveling. Uh, I mean, that that was kind of a tough call for him to be uh, knocked out of the game. Tough call, and I thought it was a bad call. But that being said, we all make mistakes, players, coaches, and referees. Nothing you can do about it. There's no excuse we still had a chance to win that ball game, and we still should have won it. Um, those those calls are going to go against you sometimes, and uh, you got to live with it. Warriors coach Mark Jackson with us here on the Mr. T Show. Ray Woodson in this afternoon. You talked about Lee and how he stepped up defensively, and I, I think we need to spend a minute talking about that. He's he's had some pretty interesting matchups this year and has come out of them pretty well. Uh, one that stands out to me on the road trip was Chris Humphreys, uh, four points, I think, and four rebounds. Uh, this is a guy who you know we we know his skills offensively, defensively. What do you see from him differently this year than maybe you've seen in the past? Well, I think in the past, you know, he did a very good job of paying attention to game game plan, uh, having game plan discipline, also of, of of attacking guys that he felt was elite players and and staying ready. I think at the end of the day, this year he has legitimate big guys alongside of him. And the ideal world would be, you know, it'd be bogus. But I haven't Festus alongside of him and then Beatrice and also Carl Landry. Last year he was our really lone big man and he had to carry the load. Mm-hmm. He has guys this year that can take pressure off him. And and with Andrew Bogut, I mean, nobody's saying a timetable. I understand that. But uh, if, if, if you could get him ramped up for the playoffs, would that be uh, kind of the best-case scenario here? Well, the best case scenario is for him to be on the floor and we're doing everything that we can and he's doing everything that he can, uh, to get ready. When that day comes, we'll be excited and, and we look forward to it, but, um, it is what it is right now. Our job is to continue to do what we're doing and, uh, anticipate him coming back one day. You talked about the Bobcats and obviously the Lakers coming in this weekend as well. Steve Nash may return. You know, that's a team that's obviously been through some, Roller coaster rides uh, early on in the season. Nash comes back. Uh, let's say that's the first game on Saturday. I mean, what can you reasonably expect to see? I mean, they, offensively, it, it takes a while maybe to 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 work with these guys. Defensively, I mean, you you might be able to attack them, but uh, I, you know, Steve Nash makes you better on the offensive end. I would think. Well, you know, that's that's a Laker concern. That's really not my concern. No, I, I understand. Think, I think with or without Steve Nash. Um, you know, we we still uh, the, the same things as far as the problems that they create. They can score. They have guys. You know, Kobe Bryant is is one uh, that you you put up on the board and you got to pay attention to. And I think uh, when we're on offense, we've got to force the tempo. We got to push the basketball. We got to put them in a mil- in a million pick and rolls. And that's with or without Steve Nash. There's no secret. So we're excited. But first things first, we look forward to Charlotte tomorrow. All right, Coach. Well, uh, enjoy uh, the day. And I understand you did a little uh, charity bit this afternoon uh, down at the pier. Yeah, it went great. You know, going down there and uh, the, f- the fire department did an outstanding job of uh, collecting toys for, mm-hmm. for kids on Christmas. And uh, they should be applauded. Outstanding job of impacting lives. And uh, I was just grateful to have the opportunity to go down there and, and play a little role. All right, great. Well, Coach, we don't talk to you before Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy New Year, and uh, good luck this weekend. 
Same to you. Thank you so much. All right, Warriors coach Mark Jackson joining us on the Mr. T Show.